You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Ashley Cohn. Ashley, thanks so much for being with me today. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Brainerd. Ashley, we're going to talk about your work, um, but just to give us a snapshot of, of where you are and what's happening in the show you're preparing for, it's, it's June 30th in 2022. You're in Gabon um, in Africa, which um, is on the West Coast, but a little more Southern, right on the equator. Um, I've never been there, and I'm fascinated by yeah, your, your, your surroundings, just how is it there now? And then, of course, we want to talk about the shows that you're preparing for, but... Um, but yeah, why why there now? How is it there? Yes, well, it's it's quite tropical, as you might imagine. It's winter here currently, which means it's um, 80 degrees, not 95 or 100 degrees, and it's lush. Uh, we're right on the coast, so um, when it is summer, there's there's incredible rainstorms. Um, and uh, what brought me here, I, I moved here a year ago um, with my partner, who is a Spanish diplomat, and this is her first um, international post. So we, we actually met in New York City. I was living there, and so was she working for the UN, and we decided to, to come here together and... Um, and we're, we're still kind of settling in. It's quite a change. But um, as you might imagine, the natural landscape here is, is stunning. And so so is the city. It's, it's very interesting to see the country and um, get a different perspective on the world. Yeah, sounds, sounds fascinating. So, um, so you have a studio there and you're able to create work for a show. Let's, let's talk about the shows that are coming up, which, which are local and... Um, as I understand it, and and what you're making for those, and how perhaps where you are is affecting what you're making for that show, I, I might imagine. Well, so the the show on the horizon here is slated for the fall of 2022. Um, it looks like it'll be a collaboration um, between the American Embassy in Gabon and the French Institute here, uh, which... The, the Institute here is one of the main exhibition spaces in, in Libreville, um, but those details aren't, aren't set in stone yet. Um, and prior to this, to my move here, uh, my, my work was focused on the, the natural landscape, and as it so happens, we, we came to this country, which is actually known for being one of the few countries, um, I think it might be one of two countries in the whole world that has a, um, a negative carbon footprint because the, um, because the jungle here is still intact. And so in Gabon, you mean, you mean the city of Gabon, Gabon. That you're speaking of? Yeah. Oh, well, in the That's country. Um, yeah, so it's, it, it um, the country itself is very concerned to um, to take care of of its its environment to preserve this status and um, 
and then of course even as I'm looking out my window here the city is is full of greenery um, and and greenery of all different colors and kinds and it's just incredibly lush and things grow um, grow incredibly fast here so uh, originally my work on the landscape um, was to do more with a kind of Western pared down landscape to do with the uh, the kind of red dirt of the New Mexican landscape, um, a kind of sparse uh, contemplative space. This is almost the opposite of that. It's, it's lush, it's incredibly colorful, it's, it's quite varied, but it's offered another another moment for meditation on a similar topic, which is basically in my work what I like to do is use a, a meditation on the land to think about the idea of ground in, in kind of the broadest sense, both in terms of a literal meditation on the thing, the earth, the dirt, the thing that physically uh, underpins what grows, the thing that we stand on, but also sort of verging toward a more metaphoric or metaphorical or um, more abstract understanding of the term, which would be um, the intangible things that we might stand on, that we uh, build on, that persist even as we register change. And so Gabon has offered the opportunity to carry that same meditation into a new sort of natural landscape, um, all the while thinking about the same idea of ground. So that makes, that, of course, that makes a lot of sense, and it seems extraordinary also. I mean, talk about change of landscapes, and especially with how you're relating to it, I would think on a daily basis, just the for lack of a better word, energy of the entire environment is completely different. The idea of a negative carbon footprint almost makes your position on Earth uh, different than everyone else, right? There's, a, there's, there's something that seems completely remarkable about that, that landscape. Yes, yes, and, and I think one, one of the things that has, well, I mean, to begin with, you feel a real sense of the landscape, of its, uh, well, not the landscape, but really the trees and the jungle and its kind of dominance, even, even in the most urban environment. Um, there are almost always trees that remain, and very soon when you leave the, we live in the capital city, Libreville, and almost immediately once you leave the city, um, if you drive, for instance, an hour, outside of the city, you're in extremely thick uh, jungle in, in almost all directions, or I think all directions that you would drive. Um, and the, tree, the trees are, are spectacular. Once you're in the jungle, there's their long histories um, in many of the tribes here to do with how the trees are used um, both medicinally, but also for a ritual ceremony. And um, 
both the variety of them, but also the scale of them is it's spectacular. It's spectacular, but it, it's also, uh, you know, in a certain kind of way, not hospitable. It's, there is an infrastructure here um, for the, there's not a lot. There is some infrastructure for, for going into the natural landscape, but it's, it's much less uh, robust than the kind of infrastructure for uh, ecotourism that would exist in um, the U.S., for instance. And so you really feel the ferocity of the, the jungle kind of pressing in on you as you, in, in your forays out into this landscape. That's, that's just so, so sounds amazing. I wish I could be there now. Um, it just sounds like such a, such an unusual environment to be in. So how do you imagine that will affect the work of the shows this, this fall potentially? Um, Obviously, yeah, the, the palette, so much could be different about how you're approaching it, but is there, um, yeah, can we talk through one particular piece or, or what might uh, be in that show, which would be a departure from previous work? Yes, I think um, what I'm expecting, one portion of the show I think is going to um, be a, a kind of meditative reflection on on these grand trees that nevertheless are um, are uh, fragile still. Uh, you know, of course, given that there's so many trees here, there's also a lot of pressure to, to log. And, and that pressure is increasing um, with time. And so there's a scramble to in, in put protective measures in place what I was hoping to do is both um, both engage with the history of the the use of the trees by um, the Gabonese themselves and get a better understanding of how they understand the trees and to uh, develop a series of kind of pared down and mediated works that allow for contemplative reflection on um, these beautiful things. One of the things I liked about the New Mexican landscape is that because it's sort of pared down for me visually, um, it offers the opportunity to engage in the co contemplation of, of geological time, or basically what I mean by that is a, a sense of time of something greater than ourselves, um, a sense of time that's other than the time I feel like I, I often go through in my daily life, which is a bit more frantic, um, which is to do with, um, um, you know, things that are coming up right in the future. Whereas I liked, I really enjoyed the opportunity to think about a, a scale of time that was much bigger than, for instance, my human life. Um, and similarly, when I look at these trees and when I, when I spend time in the forest here, I have this experience of something that um, obviously existed long, long, long before me, and uh, we hope we hope will persist in its current form, but will persist in in one way or another. Um, and and so it, it's uh, that's my angle in some ways, and it's specifically a meditation on on these beautiful trees, almost as portraits of them that I. 
I thought would be um, one angle in, into building a, a portion of the body of work for the show. And, and so part of this process, I would imagine, is um, walking and exploring, right? There's, there's this studio, but also it's, it's walking around the, the, the forest yeah. that you're in, right? And, and, and what is that like? You're, are you seeing also different kinds of birds and animals uh, that you haven't seen before? It sounds, it sounds really so exotic, just the, the research, the walks that you must be going on. Yes, I mean, there are um, the, they're both slightly more tame forests near the city that are much more walkable for me on a regular basis. And those are very, they're fairly quiet, peaceful. They're incredible birds. Incredi- there's incredible birding in Gabon, even though I'm not a, a bird watcher. A friend of mine is, and, and he says that. In completely stunning natural landscape, even just the birds are. Um, so it, walking in the jungle, it's quite quiet. You can't. There's not a lot of visibility. Um, it's um, and you have the sense that the jungle very much is listening to you and already knows that you're coming and everything that everything that didn't want to see you is already kind of gone <laughs> in one sense. Then of course there are more kind of exotic, difficult, and costly journeys into the natural landscape here. And those, um, you might, for instance, see a special kind of um, jungle elephant, which is much smaller than um, the savanna elephant in Africa. Um, There's also monkeys and... um, I'm trying to think of other animals we've seen. Oh, oh, a certain special kind of buffalo that's here. But I have to say, um, compared to my, I had a much more um, intimate understanding of, of the landscape in New Mexico, for instance, because I did, a, I did a lot of hiking in it alone. Whereas here, the jungle is more opaque and it's more unknown to me. I'm much more um, an outsider and and aware of that. And so it's it's more of a, um, I feel more tentative. And that's a kind of interesting experience in its own right. The the jungle walks feel much more foreign to me than, a, than um, a, the landscape that I've known. And so... I'm very much aware of myself as a as a visitor, as a foreigner to those to those spaces. Uh, it sounds fascinating, and the, and the two shows that are are coming up, or, or potentially, these are. Um, I mean, I don't know what the what the art scene is like in um, in Libreville and in Gabon, but I, I would imagine that that there isn't a lot of it, or or what you're talking about is kind of uh, inter like partnerships with also other um, <clears throat> consulates. Is, is that correct? That's correct. What there is not a lot, um, there, at least, you know, I've only been here for a year, so I um, have much to learn. But I would say, at least from an outsider's perspective, there is not, you know, a large uh, art scene that's immediately visible. Um, what, um, 
in my experience, um, the main cultural programming that it's kind of has visibility and is open to the public um, and that's sort of robust occurs at um, the French Institute here. And that's kind of the main um, exhibition space that has a sort of institutional um, presence. And um, what we're hoping will happen uh, is that the American Embassy will help organize this show um, and then it will be hosted by the, the French Institute here. Um, I, I am very excited for this opportunity because I, I'm excited to respond to this particular location and then, and hopefully, you know, share it with, share my response with the Gabonese themselves and, and both use the preparation of, for the, of, for the show to, to talk more with, with people who are Gabonese, but also um, to meet more Gabonese when hopefully they, they come to the show. Well, I'm excited about that, and I, I wish, you, wish you well with that show. There's links in here for those who want to learn more to your website, um, which, which I imagine will have updates about that. I, I want to ask you one more question. Um, my last question, which is, what are you reading at the moment? I'm always curious what everyone's reading. Well, I, I spend um, a lot of my time reading you know, various forms of naturalist, kind of um, literary naturalist accounts. Uh, they're sort of non-fictional, but, but also can tend to be a little bit um, literary or meditative. So they're not like a, a strictly non-fictional uh, geological scientific treatise. Um, right now I'm reading this book by J.A. Baker called The Peregrine. And... Um, it's, it's an interesting book because, again, it's, it's, it, it reads sort of like a piece of nonfiction. Um, it is the account of a, a, a peregrine falcon couple over the course of a year, but it's supposed to be actually condensed from J.A. Baker following this peregrine couple's um, goings-on for actually a decade. And the book is then condensed into... Uh, essentially tracking them, the fictional, fictional account of tracking them for only one year. Um, but what I enjoy about these very in-depth um, naturalist meditations is that uh, often, even though they're ostensibly about kind of na nameable natural phenomena, they often turn into something else. And, and this, one, this one kind of does. It almost becomes... Um, increasingly psychological. There's even debates as to whether he actually did study peregrines. Some peregrine falcon experts claim that um, that his his accounts just are factually um, impossible. So there's all of this um, I don't know interesting psychological uh, meat on on the surface of something that looks very objective and um, uh, you know, fact-based. So interesting. I've heard of that book before, and I always wondered about that, so I'm glad you went into that a bit. Uh, I want to I thank you so much for talking with me today. I wish you well. Um, 
and uh, in your in your upcoming um, work and shows and uh, and thanks so much for talking to me from Liberville in, in uh, Libreville in Gabon. Is that correct? That's correct. Thank you so much for your time, Brainerd. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.